Hello, I'm Kerry Fink, and welcome to another edition of Kingdom Living. It's all part of the REPL Minute, and we're here with none other than Glenn REPL. How are you today, Glenn? Hey, thank you. I'm doing great. Just doing fantastic. You know, just, uh, it is just so nice to see just everything keep going and growing and reaching more people every week as we go along. You know, it, it really is, and uh, I was just sharing with you, I had a uh, a, a comment come in from someone that, that sent me an email and, and this, this, and he, this, this is a PhD in theology <laughs> and it, it just uh, humbles me how, how God is using uh, the teaching, the ministry of what we're doing here. And he says, I really never unpack. This is the daily kingdom living that we send out. And again, I, I listen to them, watch them and, and read them. Uh, and, and it just, it impacts my heart. I, I really never unpacked this and personally understood this till you taught this to me. It's such an important truth to understand. And, and, and really the teaching on that one was particularly the friendship with God that we have. And so many times we have a friendship with our enemy, Satan, more than we do with God. Yeah. And, uh, uh, and, and just, it just really neat and, uh, uh, to do that and just to see. And, and actually, uh, uh, Kara's just talking too, before it came online here, uh, we just, someone called in and they said that they got in the book. And, and uh, one of the things we talk about is to get the book, uh, the, the, the fraud book. And, and they got in the book. And, and what I like to do, and you say this too, is to take the book, uh, write, put the date that you started the book, because uh, they're little 40-day bite-sized uh, uh, devotionals and our frauds that have been committed against us. And then uh, put your date, write it and then go give the book away. And he'd recycled it through two other people. And then he said he gave it to his pastor and the pastor's now using the book in, in the church. So praise be to God. That's, that's, that's all the glory goes to God. So it's really exciting to see. You know, happening. we were having also that discussion before uh, we began the, the podcast too, was that, you know, we're talking about, it's not like when people say, well, this is like church. Well, it is like church, but it's not like uh, a lot of times we get in our mind churches like I've gone to a specific building, there's a specific service and all that. But really the definition of church, at least biblically, has more to do with those people that are called uh, called to, the, to their purpose with God. And so it's a relationship. And in fact, in Christianity, uh, Jesus comes when you accept him as your savior, he comes and lives with you. And, and so in that respect, there's a mutual friend of ours that we both know, uh, Dave Robinson, he's a big proponent of, of uh, marketplace ministry. And he oftentimes he gets asked, well, what church do you go to? And he, he, he kind of jokingly says, well, I am the church. Where do you want me to go? And, and that becomes his answer to all that. But, you know, Glenn, as we're talking about this, one of the things that's so fascinating is that as um, the reach of this is going now globally, and we were just looking at stats from people literally all over the world who are making Kingdom Living the Repl Minute part of their life. It's, it's, it's really uh, humbling, I think, in many ways to just see how the Word of God is touching people, because we, we oftentimes just take it for granted in the United States, but to see that hunger globally for all of this is incredible. You know, it, it really is. And, and I want to welcome the body of Christ, the church, because what's happened is there is a following of the body of Christ. Is in, and so we, we don't want to define the church as a building or a, it's our position in Christ. And so the word of God, and, and as Paul did, he, he, it's the ecclesia, the called out one. So we are the called out. You know, I'm a business guy spreading the gospel. And we get to do this in business. And we get to do this on the internet. And so it's just exciting. And again, to teach, because I like teaching financial advisors the word of God and using them because they're impactful dealing with people's money. And so the people have valued money greater than, than the relationship with God. So we, we try to break uh, the God of mammon and, and we want them to, to be, uh, to, to worship the Lord. So, you know, so we are the church and thank you for being a part uh, of, of our weekly uh, podcast we do. And, and thank you for, 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 for listening and watching our, our daily uh, kingdom living series too. So we just are so appreciated. Yeah, it is. It is really wonderful. You know, Glenn, you have been tirelessly uh, uh, behind the scenes on this uh, REPL Minute, the daily Monday through Friday 
uh, devotional that uh, so many people start their day with every day. It's just a quick, inspirational, uh, kingdom living kind of nugget of wisdom uh, that's all based on biblical uh, underpinnings that is so, I, I call it Bible motivation. It's Bible encouragement. You wake up and you're you're trying to get going in the morning, and, and sometimes the Word of God uh, is, it, well, not sometimes, every day is the right way to get it going, but boy, sometimes it'll really just kick you into overdrive. You hear that ripple minute, and it's a now word you go, and you've been doing that since 2006. Yes, yeah, and and again, you know, when I go back to the purpose of that, Carrie, was was really, I'm in the Word of God. I just love the Word of God. I, I love waking up early and just getting fed. There's such a hunger. And with that, I was writing and writing to myself. So I'll well, write to our staff and I'll write to our advisors. And then I, then I started chronicling. I said, well, gee, this can be possibly positioned and passed on generational within my family. Uh, and and I, I don't call myself a, a writer either. Uh, but when you're writing the Word of God, it's inspired. And, and I look back and I go, wow, and that's how the book all started. Uh, but, but I see what we're doing is impacting people's lives, particularly through business. Uh, I, I just see the, the ecclesia, the church, and I look at every business per person as, as a church. I look at everybody, as we talked about, we're carrying the church with us. We're the light of Christ with him living inside of us. And so uh, these messages, I think, are really impacting lives as we're seeing the never people, particularly on Facebook, just grow uh, multiple, multiple times. So we're just, we're just so thankful and gracious uh, uh, to those that, that, have, uh, that are worshiping with us and, and being fed uh, through, through our, our time together. You know, it, it is it is so exciting, and everything you're talking about leads us to today's topic. And, and it, you, you couldn't have like, you know, if it was out on the golf course, you know, everybody you put the tee and you put, but you couldn't have teed this up better because today's topic, which is again straight out of the book that you uh, uh, that people are really using and and acquiring and and wanting to uh, work with uh, as a Bible study tool, is called Fraud: What God Has to Say about the tactics of the enemy. It's available in hard hardback version, soft cover. You can get an ebook version. You can uh, get a Spanish language version, but get it because it's 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 a great reminder as you go through those 40 bite-sized chapters. Uh, we've talked about before, it makes a great Bible study. Maybe you and some coworkers at lunch or colleagues or some neighbors in the evening, you just get together and you just read it and just discuss it. And, in, and just, it will encourage you in your walk. And today's title is so encouraging. It is, I am a child of God. And I'm just looking forward to us diving into that, Glenn. Well, and as you know, uh, the book's called Fraud. And so what we want to do today is put that fraud fire extinguisher uh, on the idea that we're a child of the devil uh, and that old nature. We're just going to, we're going to get rid of that. We're going to put the fraud fire extinguisher on it. And the truth is, the truth is, and this is really important because we got to get this. The truth is we are a child of God. And this is a new word that I'm, I'm using here is we're recreated. We're re, we have a recreated life. When I get into the green line, red line, uh, I really, we're recreated because we were created in the beginning, but, but we've been recreated. We have a recreated life. And, and as we go through uh, each week also talking about uh, and asking questions, because really part of the question I want to ask this week is, who are you? Because this is a... a, a is, is when we understand because we, our, our identity of, and why are we here? So, so who are we, why are we here uh, is, is really important. And, and so with that, we'd like to ask the question too, is, is which is more important, uh, which is more powerful, what you see or what you don't see? Because I think it's always a reminder because we're walking so much by the five senses, what we see, what we hear, what we smell, what we touch and what, uh, uh, and, and what we hear. And so, so these five senses drive us. And, and so the question is, which is more real and more powerful, what you see or what you don't see? And which one created the other? What's the unseen world that is real and is more powerful and greater than the seen world? And we, we got to understand because God is spirit and we worship him in spirit and truth. So the truth is the unseen is greater, which goes back to our fundamental 
teaching that we go through each time because I think it's so important that we just be reminded. And it seems like each time uh, there's new revelation that comes with this, but, but in just asking, what are the three greatest historical events? And I love asking that. I, I just ask it to a pastor today. And, 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 uh, and, and the pastor's answers, what are the three greatest historical answers? And they typically start with number three, because there's one that was first, there's one that's second, and there's one that third. And, 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 and again, what was, are the three greatest historical events ever? And the very first one, and, and, and we'll get to this, and, and as, as we do in the teaching here, is the very first one is creation. And so we were designed as, as spirit beings in the beginning. So this line here, this green line, is God's intended purpose, is that we live everlasting, everlasting. That, that, was, that was his design, is that, and he, and through creation, he made us in his image as a part of the kingdom of God. So creation uh, is is the very first thing. So we have to, and as we get creation, understand creation, uh, which Adam didn't do too good of a job with, because <laughs> if, if he'd gotten that one right, uh, we wouldn't have to have uh, the third one. And so, so a lot of times what we start with when talking to the pastors, they deal with the third one, which is redemption, the, the birth, death, and resurrection. Now that's really important. We wouldn't, we wouldn't have had to have uh, redemption if we'd gotten creation right. And so God created, and his purpose for man was to live forever and never, ever die. And we're made in his image uh, as a spirit being with a physical body to come here to earth to manage and, and, and steward the earth for the kingdom of God. So the second greatest event was Adam, Adam's treasonous uh, rebellion against God. It says, I'm going to go my own way. Uh, God, I don't need you. And he declared a declaration of independence when actually we wanted, he wanted uh, what God wanted is a declaration of dependence because God was the provider of all. He was the creator of the heaven and earth. So we had the fall and the rebellion. And so the question I like to ask also is, when did, because that was never God's purpose for sickness and disease and death. So when did sickness and disease come to earth? Well, it was at the fall. So through the rebellion of, of Adam, what came was the kingdom of darkness and the satanic rule of, of the print as the prince of this world. So Satan came in and rules the earth. So Carrie, you and I are born, we were born into this kingdom of darkness, which has with it uh, death, sickness, and disease. That was never God's intended role for us. Uh, and so with that, we, we have the selfish. You know, we don't have to teach people how to be selfish, do we? That's, that's not, that is just something that, that we come into the world with. And then because of the fall, the sin nature we've got, we carry with us in this kingdom of darkness, and we just feel so comfortable with our guilt and shame and pain and condemnation, this inferiority complex, this orphan spirit we have, uh, a, a spirit of rejection and injustice and fear. And that's the nature that we carry, which is, which is the satanic rule of the prince of this, of this earth. That's how we come into the earth. Because our father, as we talk, is the devil. <laughs> that's where we come in. I know that's kind of harsh words for some people to see, but, but that's what it is. So the first two greatest historical events is the creation, we're made in God's image. But Adam, our forefather, blew it through the fall. And, and then uh, the idea is that what happens, we carry also this idea of judgment. Uh, we know we're going to judge because we're carrying uh, this sin nature, this sin consciousness in us. And so what, what happens is the third and greatest historical event is redemption. Redemption. So with that redemption, which is the birth, death, and resurrection, and it's through Jesus Christ what he did. And, and through him, uh, we became new creations and we became the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. But I want to use this word now, 
we were recreated. We were created in the beginning, but now through Jesus Christ, uh, through his resurrection, we've been recreated back to the way we were supposed to be as spirits. So we lost the spirit through Adam and, and, and gave that over to the kingdom of darkness. But through, our, our, uh, through Jesus Christ, he took uh, death, he took sickness, and he saved us. And he said, it is finished. He took all the kingdom of darkness. We're going to be talking about this because we're children of God and we have to understand what the, see, we're back into his family. We are in the family of God, but when Adam chose, I don't want to be in that family. I want to go my own way. He rebelled. And with that, now Jesus Christ, God in the flesh came through Jesus Christ to bring redemption back to man to get us back to the, the to get us back into the family to have a relationship with God and that's now not when we get to heaven came heaven came to earth to dwell carrying you and I now to live through the Holy Spirit he came to bring the Holy Spirit now so we've got this is great this is great stuff so what happens now here we are 2,000 years from the resurrection we hear the voice of God and, and we profess with our mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in our heart that God raised him from the dead. We become, we, we hear, we, we're saved and we become this new creation. We've been recreated back into the image and likeness of God, which was his intended purpose. And, and we, have our father, our father, guys, we're going to be learning about the father. We have our father. We are sons, we're daughters, we're children of, of God. And so what we have then as our born again, we have the love of God living inside of us. Now we don't get that down there in the kingdom of darkness. You know, we talk about love, but that's all physical love. What we have now is the love of God because God loved us so much that he recreated us through Jesus Christ and redeemed us back into our intended stage. And with this, what we have is, is uh, righteousness, peace, and joy living in us through the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit entered into us through our born again. So that spirit came in and came alive. But then what we have to ask for is Holy Spirit, I want all. I want all you have for me. And so that's why we have this line going up and escalating because as as the word of God, which is Jesus, became flesh and dwelt among us, we have the word of God that is real. And Carrie, that's all we're teaching here over these, these last years. We're, these aren't opinions, as you'll see, we're gonna be reading scripture. As a matter of words, scripturally, there's a lot of content today around scripture. And because th that identify us as children of God. So, but the, it's the Holy Spirit that draws us and, and teaches us and, 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 and lives inside of us. So what we have in the kingdom of darkness, as we know, is identified, which we, we, we used to live in. That's, that's the old kingdom of darkness is the anger and the rage and the, uh, the rudeness and envy and prideful and selfishness and unforgivable. And, and, and look at the fruit coming off that tree. There's no fruit. But we get in the kingdom of God is, is we have our roots going deep in love. Love is patient. It's kind. It's truthful. It trusts. Uh, it protects, it hopes and perseveres. And out of our roots being in the love of God, which he did to, to redeem us and to recreate us, out of that comes the fruit. The fruit comes from our roots, not in us trying to get the fruit. The fruit then is in that divine love of love, joy, peace, patience, uh, uh, perseverance, self-control, the gentleness that comes. Uh, and again, uh, uh, it's it just so important because people try to go get the fruit, but it's really the, the root of God's love. Not that we love God, but that he loved us enough to recreate us back into the image and likeness. And, and this, this idea came to me here recently, too, is that with Noah, with Noah, there was a, a reboot, a restart. 
If you think about it, because everybody on earth was rebelling much like Adam did, and, 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 and it was a reboot. It was like another restart with just the family of Noah. And so what we have through Jesus Christ is actually a new creation that started for those people that can see spiritually and hear spiritually, because faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God. And this is why it's just so important that, that the spirit life is so important. So, but what's happened as we go through in each of our teachings that we've been talking about is, is uh, in Ezekiel 28, 16, when, when I got that, what, what, what are you trading with? And again, we're in the, the security, the investment business and, and, and uh, uh, you know, in, in trading. And, and so, but we look at this when I saw this, uh, it by it, that Satan is a traitor. By the abundance of your trading, you have become filled with violence within, and you sin. Therefore, I cast you as a profane thing out of the mountain of God, and I destroyed you, O covering cherub angel, from the midst of the fire. So, so, so Satan is trading. He wants us. He's committed fraud against us, and so he wants us to, to trade the truth of who we are, our identity as children of God for the lie, and he wants to be our God. And, and so inside of that, through the recreation, we've been redeemed out of that as children of God. So what happens, uh, he wants us to stay in that old nature. Uh, we're as a child of the prince of this world, the devil, but, we, but Jesus Christ through recreation recreated us. We have that recreation life back to being children of God. And so let's look at just some of the trades. And again, we want to trade profitably. Satan wants us to trade uh, with his profits and towards him. So here's some of the things that, that we want to trade up. We want to trade our old nature for the new created life as a child of God. We want to trade what I do or what we do for who I am in Christ Jesus. I want to trade that rebellion, treasonous, disobedient, and sinful consciousness for the righteousness that God made us in Jesus Christ. We want to trade the dominion of darkness for the kingdom of God. We want to trade the tradition. See, what nullifies the word of God? What nullifies it? It's the tradition and doctrines. We want to trade that for the word of God, the truth of the word of God. We want to trade the, we want to trade the lies of this world for the truth and freedom. We want to trade the knowledge of man for the wisdom of God. We want to trade that seen world for the unseen through the spirit of God. We want to trade the natural for the supernatural. We want to trade the time. See, because God is outside of time. So we want to trade time and we work with time. There's anxiety and the pressure and, 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 and so we want to trade time because God's outside and we're trained for the moment. And when, when that spirit of God comes in, we're born again. That is a moment. We hear that voice. That's the moment. And he wants to walk with, we listen to the Holy Spirit on a day-to-day -day basis. We're going to trade the worry, anxiety, depression, and heaviness for the perfect shalom, peace, and joy, and fellowship, communion, that green line living. We're going to trade the fear for the perfect love of the Father through Jesus Christ that he has for his children. We trade the insecurity for the safety and security and the provision that we have in Christ Jesus. We trade the hopelessness for hope. We trade uh, death. We trade death for life. We trade shame and guilt for the love and acceptance uh, by our Father and just the hug that we get from our Father. We trade lack for the abundance. We trade unforgiveness for forgiveness. We trade sin consciousness for righteousness consciousness. We trade our orphan spirit because we're born into that kingdom of dark darkness looking. We have our earthly father, but we want our heavenly father. We trade that orphan spirit that we have for a dearly loved son and daughter as children of God with our father, with our father. He wants that relationship, which was lost. We trade slavery and bondage uh, for the freedom and liberty that we have in Christ Jesus. Trade sickness, because not only we were saved, 
but he nailed all sickness and disease on the cross too. So many times people receive their salvation, but they're not receiving the whole benefit package that's revealed and what he took uh, on the cross. And, and when we get born again, everlasting life started because we're spirit beings. So that started at that point in time. And so we trade sickness for the health that we have. We trade injustice for that because because Jesus, that judgment was taken on the cross. And he says, not guilty through the blood of Jesus Christ. We're, we're not guilty. And he has forgotten all. I mean, he forgets it all. He looks at us through the blood of Jesus. And when you trade that selfishness, my will for God's will and seeking first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. Isn't that good stuff, Carrie? Oh, wow. You know, it, when you talk about it, Glenn, uh, it really brings through this uh, pretty stark contrast. You know, it's like we talk red line, green line living and why anybody would choose to stay on the red line since it is a choice uh, is really incredible. It's really yeah. incredible. I would definitely think you want to do the profitable trade and take uh, take the green line living approach to all of this. Yeah. So let, let's look at this, what we got delivered. So in, 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 in Colossians 1 verse 13, it, it says, it, it delivering us from that red line to the green line, who hath delivered us from the power of darkness and has translated us into the kingdom of his dear son. So if we look at some of these here, we have the power of darkness, the satanic rule, and you know, it, it's hard to even say that our fathers was the, was the devil. Wow. And, and we don't hear that very often, but when we're living in that red line and that's what we're born in, we're born into until we're born again and recreated. Yeah. We have to understand that. And so we have to receive all that God, that the love of God. So, so, and these are some of the characteristics, uh, the power of sickness, that was taken on the cross. The power of poverty, the power of failure, the power of bitterness and unforgiveness, the power of defeat and mammon, money, and how it wants to have a power over us, the power of death and fear and regret and offense, the power of worry over our past and future, the power of, of being offended, the power of rejection. That's the power that comes through the father, the devil. But we've been redeemed and recreated is into the kingdom of the Son. So the scriptures, the kingdom, we've been translated into the kingdom of our dear Son, the kingdom as children of God. So we have a victorious life. We have an abundant life. We have eternal life now. Eternal life begins now here on earth to reclaim what was lost in Satan's ruling because everything is in the earth is the Lord's and everything in it. And so we're here as his children, as his church, as the temple. And those online listening, we are the church. We're the call. It was never, as, you know, yeah, we, we collect and assemble in a building. But guess what we're doing is we're assembling online and, worship, and, and just speaking uh, the word of God. And so, so as children, we've been made righteous uh, we have the peace of God. We've been com complete and restored, redeemed and healed. There's no guilt or shame and come. We have the unconditional love of the Father. We have the inheritance and treasures of God. So we're going to learn more about that wisdom we have, and we're full of the Holy Spirit. Let's look at some of these scriptures. This, this is good stuff here now. And 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 I'm saying we're, there's strong spirit, uh, uh, scripture backing up everything we're talking. So we have this right to be a child of God. It's a right. It, it, we have an authority that we see here. And this is in John uh, chapter one, verses six to 12 in the, in the Passion Translation. And so suddenly a man appeared who was sent from God, a messenger named John. For he came as a witness to, the, to point the way to the light of life. And who's the light of life? Jesus. So he's pointing the way. So he came before Jesus to point uh, the way to Jesus. Now look at this. And to help who? Everyone that believes. He, he To help everyone to believe. To believe. So John was, he was not the light, but he came to show who is. And for he was merely a messenger to do what? To speak the truth about the light. What are we? 
because we have the light living in us because we've been recreated. We're speaking the truth about the life because we've experienced the life through the Holy Spirit living inside of us because we've been recreated. So, and so for the perfect light of truth was coming to the world. So it's coming to the world and shine upon well, who? Everyone. So it was there to shine upon everyone. So here he is. So he, Jesus, so he, Jesus, entered into the world that he created. That's kind of cool. So he entered into the world that he spoke in the beginning into existence. So here he is now in flesh. So he was spirit, God is spirit, but he came now in bodily form and entered into the world that he created. And here it is. Look at this. Yet the world was unaware, but they did not recognize him. Wow. But, Carrie, and those watching and listening, but those who embrace him and took hold of his name, he gave what? The authority to become the children of God. Oh, I love the word of God. Can we receive this? Receive this. Holy Spirit, just drive this. We are children of God. And the word authority here means the power, privilege, and right. And we will at the end today go through our declarations of, of, of rights that we have. Uh, and, and, and so we have, we have the right to become children of God. Yeah, we're born of an earthly father, but this is our heavenly father that we are children of God. So let's look at another scripture here, which is Romans 8, verses 14 through 17. Again, in the Passion Translation, sons and daughters destined for glory. So the mature, here we are, the mature children of God, that's who we are, are those who are moved by the impulses of what? The Holy Spirit. And you did not receive, oh, this is so, you did not receive the spirit of religious duty, leading you back, look at this, leading you back to the red line into the fear of never being good enough. When we're recreated, we're recreated, that is our new life. So, but we have that religious spirit, have we really been recreated? In, in leading you back to, to never being good enough. But, 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 you've received the spirit of full acceptance by who? The Father, enfolding you into, into what? The family of God. And you will, this is so good, you'll never feel orphaned. Let me read that again. But you've received the spirit of full acceptance. What? How? Through Jesus Christ, enfolding you into the family of God, and you'll never feel orphaned. For as he raises up within us, our spirits join him in saying the words of tender affection, beloved father, beloved father. For the Holy Spirit, now look at this, makes God's fatherhood what? real. God's fatherhood real to us as he whispers, whispers into our innermost being, what are we? You are God's beloved child. So let's make sure we get that. For the Holy Spirit makes God, the Spirit of God, the Spirit of God, the fatherhood real, that we are accepted. We're not orphaned. And to us, he whispers into our innermost being, Carrie and everybody listening, you are God's beloved child. Now look at this. And since we are his, what? True children. <laughs> We're his true children. We qualify to share in how much? All of his treasures. For indeed, we are heirs, we heirs of the one that spoke creation and everything in the universe together. We are heirs of God himself. And since we're joined to Christ, we also inherit all he is and all that he has. 
we'll experience being co-glorified with him, provided we accept his sufferings as our own. That redemption and recreation and understanding what he did on the cross and how much he loves us. Well, in the book, uh, in, 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 in uh, uh, day 38, these are some of the things we, we, that's in, in this actual lesson. And it's just really kind of neat because it, it just says, I am no longer a slave to fear. I am a child of God. And, and we, we hear that with a, a song. I am no longer an orphan. I have a new father and I'm a child of God. I am no longer a slave to sin. I'm a child of God. I am no longer a slave to condemnation, shame, and guilt. I am a child of God. I am no longer a slave to this world, the red line. I'm a child of God. I am no longer a slave to anger, bitterness, and rage. I am a child of God. I'm no longer a slave, look at that, to religion. I am born again with the Holy Spirit living in me. <clears throat> I am a child of God. I'm no longer a slave to hate. I have the love of God living in me. I am a child of God. I'm no longer a slave to the past. I have been set free from the bondage of the past. I am a child of God. I'm no longer a slave to what others, now this is a big one, to what others think about me. I know my, oh, this good. My father loves me. I am a child of God. I am no longer a slave to sickness and disease. I've been healed, restored. I'm going to put in there, recreated, redeemed, and made a new, here it is, a new creation in Christ Jesus. I am a child of God. I am no longer a slave to my mind. I have put on, I have the mind of Christ. I am a child of God. I'm no longer a slave to man's thinking and reasoning. I have the wisdom. I have the wisdom of God living in me. I am a child of God. I'm no longer a slave to being offended. Boy, that's one. Boy, it's so easy to get it. I'm no longer a slave to being offended. I'm accepted and loved by my daddy, my father. I am a child of God. I'm no longer a slave to being right. Uh, so many times we just want to be right. I have been made righteous by the blood of Jesus. I'm a child of God. I am no longer a slave to lack. I have God's provision, prosperity, and abundance overflowing in me. I am a child of God. I'm no longer a slave to restless nights. I have entered into the Sabbath rest on a daily 24-7. I have the Sabbath rest in Christ Jesus knowing I am a child of God. And let's just look at some of these. these the, this is really new uh, in, in writing here and thinking through this. As a child of God, look at what Jesus went through. He was made sin to make us righteous as children of God. He died to make us his, to, be, to be his children alive so that we can live. He died so we can live. He became weak so that we could become strong as his children are strong. He suffered shame so that we could have his glory as children of God. He went to hell in order so we could go to heaven as his children and sit with him in heavenly now, in heavenly places now. He was condemned so that we could be justified as his children. He was made sick in order that his children would be healed. He became poor so that we could become rich and overflowing and lack nothing. He was cast out of the presence of God. Now think about that one. That's, he was cast out of the presence of God and descended in hell, defeated Satan, so that his children could enter into the Father's presence now. That's powerful. So let's look at the new creation light in 2 Corinthians 5, 17, 21. Again, this is one of the key scriptures and that, that we go through almost regularly here. But it's new because it's this first verse in, in, in uh, verse 17. Therefore, if anyone is what? In Christ, they are a new created life. The new creation has come. The old is gone. That red line's gone. The new green line is here. The new creation has happened. All of this is from God, who's recreating, reconciling, redeeming us, 
to himself through Christ and has given us what? He's given us this ministry, and we've talked about this in the past. We're agents of reconciliation. We're agents of redemption. That God was reconciling the world to himself in Christ, not counting all of mankind's sins against them. So he, his purpose was redeemed all of us back. And he has committed to us the message of redemption and reconciliation and recreation. He's committed that to us. We are therefore Christ's ambassadors, as though God were making his appeal, carry through you and I, uh, through us, the church, the listeners here, the body of Christ. We implore you on Christ's behalf, be reconciled to God. And then here's, this is so powerful. God made him, Jesus, who had no sin to be sin uh, for us so that in him, in Jesus, his righteousness, we might become the righteousness. He traded all the sin of mankind for God's righteousness on the cross. So we become righteous, not carried by anything we do, but on what he did. So let's look at this identity uh, again. And this is in Galatians uh, 2.20, is, is we've been crucified with Christ. We no longer live, but Christ lives in us. So, so this is in the passion. My old identity, that old red line, has been co-crucified with Christ. And, and Carrie, uh, I, we no longer live. So we've already died. We died with Christ. We rose with Christ. We're sitting with Christ. And now the essence of this new creation life is, is no longer mine. This new, uh, this, this, this new life is not mine, it's in Christ. For the anointed one lives where? His life through me. So we see over here, the old identity, the kingdom of darkness is gone. We have this new, he's recreated life, is through me. So as you see God breathing the word of God and enlightening in this young lady's face. So the recreated life is living through me, through us as we hear. And so the anointed one lives his life through us. We live in union as one with him. My new life is empowered by the faith, the faith of the son of God who loves me, loves us so much that he gave himself for me and dispenses his life into mine. And the evidence is through the Holy Spirit living inside of us. Now, Carrie, I've had so much fun with, with this next teaching that some of the pastors have taken this and used this and they don't give me any credit here, praise God. <laughs> And I like that. I like that because this is just so neat because the word of God just comes so alive with this. And, and this is because this is the new created. This is the recreated life is that in Colossians 3 verses 10 to 11 in the passion for you've acquired this new created life which is continually being renewed into the likeness of the one who created you, giving you the full revelation of God. This new created life, new creation life, which the new, we're sons and children of God. This, in this new creation life, your nationality makes no difference. Your ethnicity makes no difference. Nor your education, nor your economic status. They matter nothing. This is to the believer, this is to the church, for it is Christ that means everything as he lives in every one of us that have received the born again experience. So all those other things don't matter. What matters is Christ living inside of us. So down at the bottom, what we see here is our nationality is the kingdom of God, our ethnicity. We're in the family of God as a child of God. And our education is through the wisdom of God and our economic status is we own it all because our father, our father, we're an heir of God and a joint heir with Jesus Christ. Our creator and father, protector and provider has it all for us. And Carrie, it just, it is just so exciting before we get into the believer's declaration, but just love to have you kind of close out some thoughts and we'll get into the declaration. You know, as, as you're talking about this, and, and the thing that you said earlier was so true, <clears throat> that this isn't an opinion, this is um, literally straight out of the Word of God. So when you are talking, for example, uh, about all those things that we covered a little while ago, 
that are in the book. They're, they're literally chapter 38 of the fraud book where you're talking about, you know, I'm no longer a slave to this world. I'm a child of God, so on and so forth. As you read through those, all of those are, are performed and perfected in the scriptures as what you're describing as we go uh, point by point. You know, there's a lot of talk these days about uh, questions of nationality, ethnicity, education, economic status. They're all fair questions, but to be honest, Glenn, they've all been answered biblically from the foundation of this earth, you know, and that's part of the fraud of the enemy is to keep that confusion stirred up. Amen. And just divide us, divide us, divide us. Yeah. And again, this is the nice part. And, and church, thank you for being a part of this teaching because we are the ecclesia. We are the body of Christ. We come together and we get fed. We're hungry to learn more about the revelation of God because the word of God is real and the Holy Spirit lives inside of us. And it's exciting that we can eat. We can eat this word and hear it. So let's, let's just close out here uh, with, and, and again, uh, one of the things we've been doing here as we close out our time is, is saying out loud the believer's declaration of our legal rights. This is our declaration of legal rights. So let's just say it. I am a special race as a child of God, as a citizen in the kingdom of God, in the body of Christ, in a kingdom of priests. I belong to the family of God. I have entered into God's presence. I can enter into God's presence boldly now. I have, I have been recreated into God's image and likeness of love. I can manifest and experience heaven on earth now with righteousness, peace, and joy. I am restored, redeemed, and recreated back with God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit living in me now. I have the word of God dwelling in me. I have the crown of righteousness on my head and wear the garment of praise, which is the robe of righteousness. I have the legal rights and privileges to use the name of Jesus. I have legal authority as a believer over the principalities, powers, and rulers of the kingdom of darkness. I have through the Holy Spirit living in me the resurrection power to cast out demons and to lay hands on the sick and they are healed. Wow. You know, Glenn, as we go through this uh, believer's direct, uh, declaration of legal rights, you know, these are the things that you are so important to understand and appropriate because if not, you're constantly being confronted with all the lies that happen on that red line level of that, you know, you're not enough, you're, you know, your situation, your background, this or that is always going to come next to you. And quite frankly, like we talked about, some of today's uh, conversations uh, deal with attributes you even have no control over. You could be, uh, you know, challenged about something that you, you know, there's nothing you could do to change it. And yet what, uh, what, what the whole point of green line living is to understand how you are lined up with the, with the word of God. And so um, I was thinking, Glenn, as we're talking about this, you know, there's so many good episodes of kingdom living. First of all, uh, if you're new to the series, you're going to find all of the episodes. They're all cataloged and available to you at the repleminute.com. There's some uh, great uh, uh, programs that kind of build us up to this point. Uh, one that I remember, as particularly as we're talking about it, um, was episode 31, right to be a child of God. So once we've established that uh, you have the right to be a child of God, then we arrive uh, really at the affirmation stage of this, which is, you know, this is actually, uh, Glenn, our 45th episode of Kingdom Living. And, and now we're affirming that I am a child of God. And so one of the things that we want to make available to you, if you're watching this, is um, we'd like to make available to you the I, uh, the I am a child of God uh, affirmations, those points that Glenn brought out earlier. So we're going to give you an opportunity, uh, as we do each week, we have an offer that you can go uh, directly to the website, and you'll find these tools available for you to download. So they're a PDF you can download. We, we hear from people that they print them out. Uh, some people like to frame them, put them on, on a wall next to where they're working so they can get uh, encouragement day by day or moment by moment. Some people just like to 
uh, save these in a notebook. Uh, other people use these to advance their uh, Bible studies, but however you take advantage of it, we encourage you to do that because all these resources are available 100% free of charge at the uh, repleminute.com. So that includes the uh, back uh, editions of Kingdom Living Podcast, which we invite you to like and share if it's impacted you. Please do share this message with others. Um, Glenn, the fraud series is there. So people can actually uh, hear you uh, go through each of the 40 chapters of fraud. Uh, it makes perfect sense for you to get the uh, fraud uh, book yourself and uh, use that like we talked about as a Bible program. And also, Glenn, right there at the REPL Minute, you can also uh, access the daily REPL Minute, that Monday through Friday biblical encouragement, uh, just by going there. In fact, you could... Uh, just all you have to do is leave your email. We don't ask you for anything else. Just give us your email and we'll make sure that you have the REPL Minute uh, delivered daily, Monday through Friday, into your own inbox. And so I uh, want to thank you for joining us today. Thank you for uh, sharing this with um, your friends, your family, your colleagues, and people that you think this will benefit. Uh, and uh, we look forward to seeing you on the next episode. Before we go, Glenn, I'm going to ask if you will pray over everybody globally who's tuning in and, 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 and uh, taking part in the kingdom living, I would actually almost call it a kingdom living green line movement. Yeah. The church, the body of Christ, uniting Absolutely. us, uniting us in, in Christ. Father, oh, it's so great. It's so great to call you daddy, father, that we can enter into your presence boldly. Oh, Father, we just thank you. Thank, we adore you. Uh, we praise you. And Father, thank you for loving us and accepting us and seeing us through your son and, and sending us to live inside of us, your Holy Spirit. Thank We thank you for each listener uh, that's tuning in uh, to the, this, this podcast this time. And Father, just, we pray blessing over them. And Father, that they would that they would be full of wisdom, and and you just fill them with your Holy Spirit, just draw them, draw them, and they fill them with that hunger, that hunger to know you, that they just seek you with all of your heart, and they're going to find you. That the Word of God, the revelation uh, of your Word, just becomes so real and alive in them, and they continually, continually to grow. That no circumstance that comes at them is too great because greater, greater are you that's living in us than any circumstance or every, anything that's coming at us. And Father, we just thank you. Thank you. Uh, whether it be cancer or heart disease or some sickness and disease, that is not greater than the love of God that's living inside of us. Because we know that we are recreated. We are recreated in life and life is living in us through the Holy Spirit. We just thank you. Thank you. We praise you. And Father, it's in your precious name that we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. And thank you, Glenn, for uh, praying over everybody. And again, uh, thank you, viewer, for joining the rapidly growing worldwide audience. And, and again, if this is impacting you, please share this. That's the way it goes. That's how we uh, uh, really increase the kingdom living movement. And so again, the repleminute.com, I want to encourage you to visit there. And uh, as Glenn said, we, uh, we just appreciate you being part of the Kingdom Living family, and we'll see you next time.